we'll get to the studio display setting to where I'll have tidbits from all of our other episodes and be able to play flashbacks. <laughs> news with my partner in crime gerald is my co-host how are you today how are you nick i'm good how about you another day in paradise <laughs> well this is the uh grand launch of our podcasting and uh we're looking to really truly inform the masses uh you the uh gamer on uh, what's going on in the gaming world hello and welcome to game source podcast uh welcome back actually your number one source for gaming news and entertainment with your host, Nick, and my partner, Gerald. Another wonderful day in paradise. And our brand new staff member, Chris. What's up, world? Hey, this is uh, Nick again with your uh, Game Source News, uh, your host. And uh, going to go around the room, introduce everybody here again, what? my co-host. Who am I? <laughs> oh, I'm Gerald. How you doing? Another day in paradise. Alex is here, just sitting around. Alright, Trey. <laughs> Trey's here, uh, playing Duke Nukem. Yo, yo! <laughs> and Melissa. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Game Source Podcast. Welcome Woo-hoo! back, gamers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your host, Nick, with our, uh, well, with our regulars, <laughs> uh, Gerald and Chris. Uh, and we actually have a new cast member, Sam. Hello. Uh, by the way, we also have a new member with us, Drake. What up, dude? Uh, not much. Uh, first time doing this, actually. So. It was our first. We all had our first time. We all had our first time, and you know what? That is not to meant sound like a dirty yeah. joke. Oh, have- <laughs> no, yeah, no, he, she. I mean, no, <laughs> no, he's he. Whatever, dude. Yeah, I, you yeah. know, there's no no sexual innuendo into there, that. There you go. That's, that's as much as I've gone into this. So, okay. and that's as far well, as we're gonna go on that. <laughs> Uh, Sam's actually out due to some uh, issues with her internet this evening, so it's just going to be us. Another beautiful day in paradise, but um, guys, we're not going to do any more studio uh, uh, recording because the fact is uh, I might get sick from you guys, uh, so I don't want to get near you guys. Wait a second, I'm sorry. I just saw the movie Contagion, so it's uh, getting me off my <laughs> So uh, I apologize for that. I mean, you watch that movie, you know, somebody coughs, that's, uh, you like freak out. So, yes. But it is a beautiful day in paradise. Did you do uh, the introduction on uh, our newest member? 
Oh, no, I don't think I have. Um, bum, bum. <laughs> well, Corey, introduce yourself. Need a drum roll? Hi, uh, I'm, I'm Corey. <laughs> no, I don't have I'll a drum roll, sorry. Let our viewers know what they're, what they're expecting from you. Well, that's okay. Chris, remember Chris's first words to the uh, podcasting world out there was, what up, world? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you remember that. I'm a man of a... It's quite a few fewer words than Chris, so... <laughs> Eventually, uh, we'll get to the... Uh... So, uh, I want to hear you guys' thoughts, uh, and Sam and Chris, I'm going to turn it over to you on Star Wars The Old Republic. I don't even know where to start. It's going to be awesome? Like, Well, when you first heard it was coming out, what did you think? Well, in my honest opinion, when I first found out it was going to be an MMO, I was slightly disappointed because I was waiting for Knights of the Old Republic 3 to, in addition to the, one of those come out, like two, early 2000, the Old Republic uh, RPG games. Yes, so in the early first, 2000s for Xbox, yes. Yeah, so I was initially bummed out because I wasn't really into MMOs at the time, and I love the Old Republic game, so I'm like, why couldn't they have made Old Republic 3? Would have been so much better. But as time went on, um, I started getting into MMOs and started to get sick of WoW, and I'm like, this is going to be uh, pretty cool. Chris? Well, that's all you have to say about it? You, you just think it's Well, I don't want to just... I could. You want me to talk for 15 minutes and then let you talk? <laughs> you, said, you said before in a previous podcast... Uh, to give you the floor on it, so you have the floor. This is your time. Uh, you can tell oh, us no, exactly. I'm not gonna... I mean, if you wanted me to go off of, on Gears of War three, I wouldn't even give you a chance to talk about it. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna try to so- show some self control and maybe let you let you talk for a little bit before I completely take it away. Okay, I see what you're saying. So use your time wisely because uh, I will be dominating. Well, thank you for discussion. the warning, though. Thank you for the warning. <laughs> I see. I'm being timed. Let's start the timer. All right. Uh, <laughs> In my opinion, it's it's going to be another game. That's all they're going to do. Uh, it's not going to be a WoW. It's not going to be a WoW killer. It's oh, this should be, be fun. It's going to be just like Rift. It's going to be just like any other game that has come out that said they were going to compete with WoW. And I know, if I may, you were looking forward to Rift. I mean, when we got to first know each other... Uh, uh, and I got to know your background and interest in gaming, and we went to CES, you were definitely looking forward to Rift. Is that oh, not yeah. correct? That is 100% correct, because Rift looked like an amazing, amazingly graphic uh, version of WoW, and it had all the potential to be good. The, the thing that just killed it was that it wasn't as big, wasn't as wide open. As soon as you reached the max level, which was like 30... Uh, you were done, and it had no replay value after 30, so you just create as many characters, get to 30, and you're done. Uh, maybe it's because WoW has had so much time to build up. It's most likely what it is. Um, and the Warcraft series itself is just ridiculously enormous. Uh, they've built up since, like, 2000, uh, or before that, even, and... No offense, but the Star Wars, like joining the MMO art, like RPG type styles, it's if it does eat WoW, it's gonna be once WoW finally loses all of its interest. And uh, I'm thinking a good maybe five, ten years before that even peaks down. 
uh, for WoW. So Star Wars, unfortunately, I'm not going to give it a, a thumbs up up until up until uh, WoW is actually gone. Well, I hear you seething in the background over there. <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. All right. Well, as far as in compar- the thing with Rift was, wasn't Rift free? No. To play? No, the beta was, but that was oh, okay. it. Okay. The full but, version fifteen dollars a month, just like WoW. And that, and you can't exactly blame Chris because you know there's been ten you know tens almost tens of thousands it seems like MMOs that have said we're better than yeah one. like uh, there was War- Warhammer was the one came close or it was yeah. supposed to the thing with WoW now is I don't think you really play anymore Chris or have mm-hmm. you, did you ever I I did but then it got too addicting that I had to quit before I got sucked in okay well what's going on now is if you keep up. Uh, WoW is kind of like you said, it kind of hit its peak and I know you said you're waiting for its downward spiral, it's actually happening once Cataclysm came out um, it hit it took a lot, big hit to numbers like it's actually not doing as well as it once was um, because there's a huge patch that came out when Cataclysm came out that changed everything um, a lot of people felt that it wasn't changed for the better so a lot of people have quit. Dumbers have significantly dropped from what it once was in its prime. Um, I know personally, just the com- with the company I keep, um, people are just looking for something different. Uh, WoW has been around for a while. I mean, there's been a bunch of expansion packs, but for the most part, it's just has, it's nothing new. I mean, yeah, there's new dungeons, there's new areas to go to, there's new classes, but I mean, like you said with uh, with Rift, once you hit level thirty, you know, you just kind of start over. I know once you hit 85, you can do a bunch of stuff, but you know, you can only do so much. I mean, I'm not that seasoned of a WoW player. I have one character that's level 85. I've done, you know, I've scratched the surface of what you could do WoW, but like just the company I keep getting kind of bored. A lot of the people who used to play really hardcore don't play as much as they used to if they play at all. So a lot of people are waiting for older public because A, it's Star Wars, which as any nerd can say, I mean, it's a Star Wars universe. What could be cooler than that? But the thing with Old Republic is just, like, there have been Star Wars games. Like, there's been the Old Republic games. You could pick your different classes. But it's such an immersive idea. I mean, you, you pick your character class, and you get to go through this entire world. It's not on a, as much of a track as, you know, the linearity of the RPG games or really any Star Wars game I just I feel like the timing is people are kind of getting bored of WoW and they need something else to put their whole life into I just like my brain is just going in like 50 different directions right now because there's so many things I want to say I just first of all um, what I think is amazing with it which I haven't seen in action yet well, technically, is um, how everything's voice acted. It's not just you see a character and they say the same phrase over and over again. It's just like each character is going to have its own unique characteristic. Like they're going to have their own voice. Everybody's going to be individual from each other. I think that's going to definitely add to the immersion factor just because you're not hearing the same voice every 15 seconds. Um, oh my God, there's so many tangents I want to go off on. And I'm sorry if I'm talking really, really fast. There's so many things I want to say. That's okay. Um, you know, we can just hear exactly, you know, how you can, this You can edit is. it and you can slow it down. 
No, no, it just, uh, it just, it just, uh, you know, shows exactly how much you really care about yeah. this kid. Um, what's also incredibly helpful is like you is you get companions on your ship. So like if you're a healer, then what you do is you like take one of your companions who's a tank and take somebody who's like DPS, and it's like, and wow, if you were trying to level up a healer, it was always it would always kind of suck. Like you'd either have to like find somebody else to play with, but with this like. The thing with WoW is, as you get higher up, like, you can't play by yourself. Like, it just gets boring when you play by yourself. So, like, when you're playing maybe, like, a ranged character, it's just, like, it's hard to level that up by yourself because you're a ranged character. But if in Old Republic, if you're like, oh, I'm going to be a healer, then you pick a tank to come with you so he tanks for you instead of just having to, you know, do it by yourself. I just think... exactly like WoW, though. It, you always had to find someone to help you out with it. I know, but in in Old Republic, you don't need a real person. You have companions. Like, in the oh. original Old Republic games, like, you had your ship full of people. Like, it's an NPC, technically. And they help, and they're, like, a party, a part of your party. Like, they would in the Old Republic games. Um, with, uh, with questing, uh, I have a friend at work. I haven't, I applied for the beta. Um, but you have to com- you have to submit your computer spec for it, and I don't. I play on a laptop. I don't really have that fancy of a computer, so I haven't heard anything yet. I have already pre-ordered it though. But a, a guy I work with has been doing the beta, and he has said nothing but good things about it. He says it's just like the original RPG games, and it's Star Wars. I mean, people love Star Wars. I just, but I was in. How many? Okay, it was announced in like 2009. I was a senior in high school. I was. Ta- I remember talking to one of my friends, and we made the prediction in 2009 that Old Republic would surpass well. That was our prediction two years ago. It's still my prediction now. Well, fair enough. I, I don't think it could have been any uh, plainer said than that. And Chris, uh, any last thoughts on it? Um. No, no, she made some good arguments. I'm not. I'm not going to say she's wrong because I. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not looking in the future right now, so I can't tell if she's going to be right. If she's going to be wrong. Uh, she could be clairvoyant. You never know. Yeah, true. One hundred percent true. There's uh There's no way to actually tell until the game's out, and you see everyone buying it. Uh, I mean, a lot of games get a lot of popularity out there, but then you never know just uh how how small it could be, because mm-hmm. another game I just want to throw out there is uh, oh, the DC Universe. Oh, yeah, that... Which was apparently supposed to be big. Oh, plays with superheroes, like Superman and Batman and everything else like that, and in all honesty, it was a big hype, but a mm-hmm. big dud. But there was also Champions Online, there was, you know, there's so many, th- you I know, just from the Matrix to to Conan, to, you yeah. know, Lord of the Rings, you name it, you know. Like, like, literally, there's just so many, there's just too many WoW supposed killers that it's it's hard to trust any of them right now. Like, I think superheroes are kind of like the it thing right now, like, superheroes are cool now, like, all the superhero movies are coming out, and all this, so I think that was it's just kind of a fad right now, but Star Wars has been... Around, I think it just has more depth to their fan base. Like, I mean, there is, are the, be- is the fan base too old? 
if I may ask. Um, because, I mean, I understand there are, such as yourself, younger audiences, but because there hasn't been a Star Wars movie now in, you know, a, a few years, and the real most uh, popular of the series has still, we're still going on back in the 80s. I mean, does that, does that make the number of people interested in the product less than maybe if it was brought out 10 years ago, perhaps? Yes and no. I, I honestly, if you'd have to give me a chart of, you know, just the spread out of the age groups that are still loving Star Wars. Like, I know right now, like, this whole Clone Wars thing is going on. I think it's really dumb, honestly. I'm excited for Older Public because it takes it back to its roots. So, like, mm-hmm. honestly, I haven't been following Star Wars stuff recently because it's kind of... Well, I just yeah. agree with I just agree with Chris and the fact that you know so many of these wild killers have come out with every kind of theme imaginable and wild still standing. Yes, I do agree with you, and I've seen the numbers that wild's uh, subscriptions have decreased um, by a marketable percentage in the last year. And I know, like you said, they are at a current a downslide, but you're still talking well over 11 million subscri- subscriptions each and every month, playing to it. Um, and I, but, like, do I, one of those people is me, and I'm just still playing it because it's there. But I will tell you this. From what I've seen, and we're actually going to put videos up later this week on yourgamesource.com in our video section. I will post some videos uh, of uh, this game in action, Star Wars Field Republic. Um, I will tell you, of any of these supposed wild killers that have ever tried to come out, this will be the most well-produced, uh, this will be the most well-funded, and this will be the most well-polished. Now, you're still going to have your, your bugs when it comes, initially comes out, when all the people start getting onto the servers and whatnot, but I still think of all the wild killers that uh, it will have all those aspects and will be set up the best to compete with WoW. And that's also one point I did fail to make. It's a Bioware game. Give me one Bioware game that sucked. Hmm. Like, I dare, I dare you. But, that's, um, that's true. I have uh, Mr. Shepard, a six-foot-tall Mr. Shepard, looking at me right now saying... Yeah, uh, ask him. Yes. But I just think, like, uh, like I said, it's going to be the well, most well-set-up to, to compete with WoW. Whether it does or not whether it finally gets that turnover base in, let's say, a year, two years to, to be on par with it subscription-wise, I think I'll wait and see. I think, in just short summary, if, it do, if and when it does do better than WoW, it's going to be because of its timing, because WoW is kind of slumping right now, and because of the depth of the fan base. Chris? Just, uh, I'm kind of like done with the whole thing. I, there's nothing bad more that I can say, and there's nothing good I can really say. You guys have basically said everything for it. Uh, my, my last thing I have to say about it is let's just wait. That's all we can do. I agree. I agree. Uh, so let's wait until uh, Whenever. 2012. Yeah, now that it's 2012, and it's just going to make more people mad. So what, what uh, time frame do you think it's going to come out, Sam? Um, I, I say I say summer of 2012. Part of me wonders if um, the Xbox 
like, I don't think they'd want to release them too close together, because then that's, like, a whole lot of Star Wars at once. So I don't know which one they're going to release first, mm. and then how far apart the two will be. Because I don't think it would be a good idea to release them together. That's too much Star Wars at once, and I think one could overshadow the other, and I don't think they'd want to do that. So, to me, it would, I don't... I think they would release the console first. Maybe that would be quarter one, and then Old Republic quarter two, early quarter three. Fair enough. That's Fair my enough. guess. I, I think reverse. I think Old Republic is going to be doing much better, so they might want to get that one out first. It just depends uh, on why they con- delayed each of them, honestly. Well, it's just mainly the console. Uh, not only... I don't think it was their choice. I think it was Microsoft's choice because of the fact that there's a Gears of War conference coming out a month before or two months before. Um, coming out with so many limited edition consoles at once just seems to ruin its purpose of limited edition. <laughs> so maybe so, ex- the uh, Star Wars one like holiday of next year? That's what I was thinking. Is they'll push it back one more year, enhance the game by tenfold, and then it'll make it extremely... Uh, It'll be worth four fifty. Well, uh, guess I guess it's going to have to. Be, I guess it's going to have to be wait and see. So, all right, I think that does it for the round table of doom. 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 There you go. Doom. Very threatening. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we'll be right back. Hello, and welcome to On the Road <laughs> Game Source Podcast. On the road again. <laughs> just can't wait to get on the road again. Well, just go on the road. Just going E3 with all of our friends. <laughs> I just can't wait to get on the road again. Another beautiful day in paradise. Oh, it's a dark day in paradise. <laughs> LA's on the way. Four o'clock in the morning and all is good as we hit the traffic in San Bernardino. So, uh... All of yeah. us heading out there. Uh... Can't wait for it. My first time, Nick's second time, Gerald's third time, fifteenth time. No, it's just my third. Oh, just third my third. And just because Gerald's a little older in age doesn't mean he went that many more times. You know, I'm gonna hit you. <laughs> well, this uh, this on the road podcast is uh, pretty much segmented to uh, getting any last thoughts and perceptions on what we expect to be at uh, E3. Since we had to cut our last one a little bit short. Yeah, we had to cut our last one a little bit short, but that was because everybody had to pack and get ready to go. Well, I just want to start off first. Don't forget, we will be all over the Twitter sphere. <laughs> okay? Twitter, 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 Twitter. All the days we're at the show. Updated every minute on the minute. Every time we see something new, you will know about it. And don't forget, it'll also be on our site, too. That's correct. We're going to be updating the site constantly. We're going to be updating our Twitter, our Facebook page. We're going to be updating as well. Um, it's just going to be an awesome time. I cannot wait. You were saying about our E3 predictions. I'll keep them until it's my turn. All right. Well, don't forget that you can check us out uh, live for all the E3 content and videos and news at www.yourgamesource.com. Well, tell them who's in the group here today. So. Oh, yeah. That's right. We got, uh, well, everybody say hi. Give a short introduction. Yo, this is Chris, of course, the number one person on this podcast. Yes, Elvis lives. I'm the number 2A uh, person. And then our newer kind of person, 
uh, doesn't want to speak with us going towards E3. That's all right. She's shaking her head now. So, <laughs> and of course, your host Nick. <laughs> um, we'll get her to talk later on. Yeah, that's a promise. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, probably the not as popular title. Um, at least, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think Gears going to end up taking the Gears Three is going to end up taking the show, but. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing Bioshock Infinite. Uh, anything, any content on Final Fantasy Versus, I'm looking forward to. But which game do you think is going to? And they're going to announce which is the game of the show. Oh my which, god! I, I mean, it's you know, it's probably going to be between at least my opinion, Nick Unch- Unch- Uncharted Three, Uncharted Three and Gears. But I think Gears is probably going to end up taking the show. Everyone, everyone knows that they're anticipating it. I don't know. What do you think, Chris? There's a whole bunch of, oh my god, type games that are going to be coming out this season. Yeah. Uh, and even later on that are just kind of being, like, pushed out there as a name so far. Uh, I mean, getting aside from hardcore gamers, I know a lot of people are going to be looking forward towards uh, what Connect can do so far. Uh, and one of the big things is uh, something anticipated from, like, the beginning is the Star Wars for Connect. I don't know if it's going to be good, going to be bad. If they're going to enhance it, if it's going to be released soon, if not, uh, it looked average. It, I mean, it, it's the biggest action thing they have for Connect users. Well, the videos—they just released a video which we're going to be showing on our yourgamesource.com uh, website. Uh, it looks, you know, it doesn't it? It fully use all the Connect's capabilities. We'll see. Um, they're going to be pushing it for a holiday title, so you know after the Microsoft uh, press conference, we're going to get a, probably a better idea on exactly how it's shaping up. Okay. What do you guys uh, think overall, uh, um, company-wise, between Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony? Who's who do you think is going to take the overall? You know, who's going to have the biggest news? Yeah, who's going to have uh, the biggest for the news? season? Nintendo. As, as much as I hate to say it, Nintendo because. Of all the new things that they have so far, they still have the 3DS. Plus, of course, Project Mocha Cafe is going to be uh, releasing its newest newest console. Uh, Xbox and Sony don't have anything new planned, and I highly doubt that they're going to make anything new with a... Uh, oh, NGP, Sony. Well, NGP, that's about it, but uh, it's not going to compare to how Wii 2 is going to do. Yeah, I don't know if NGP is going to be really... I mean, you know, even... With the uh, detrimental hacker attack that recently, uh, you know, got got the Sony network, I think it's going to take a little bit for them to recover. Made them lose half a million. Yeah, I, fans. I I don't know if I really anticipate them being able to. They're really going to have to 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 wow the crowd to be able to to take away maybe the the title from uh, E3 this year. But yeah, I mean, even I have to say, N- Nintendo's debut m- might might end up being the the uh, the company that might take it this year. Well, for me, it's going to be, I, as I said previously on a podcast, I'm going to hold firm on what I said before. I think it has to be Sony. They have got more to lose after the disaster that was the PSN hack than anybody. They have to throw everything they can to try and even compete for the holiday season. They have to win. They don't have a choice. Nintendo, if Wii 2 is like getting lukewarm reviews and whatnot, that's okay. They still got time 
to warm audiences up when it gets released next year. Now, Microsoft, they've got Natal, they've got, I mean, they've got, you know, they've got the whole thing as far as Gears of War 3, they, you know, they, they can release some games that, uh, that might appeal to the hardcore, um, but it's, you know, for, for them, it's not as crucial for them to win E3 as Sony. Sony, after all the bad PR it's gotten, it has no choice but to win E3. If it doesn't, it's going to be an utter epic fail. Hey, welcome to a, another episode of GameSource Podcast. Oh yeah. Probably one of our biggest ones yet. A lot of big stuff coming out. It is that. It is the biggest one. The biggest one. Yes. The biggest. The biggest. Gerald? The biggest. Where is the intro, man? Where is the intro? It's another beautiful day in paradise, sir. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I got, you guys got me as your host tonight. Nick, we've got Gerald with us, and Chris, and Sam. Hello. So, excited, excited, excited. Tons of great games are coming out. This is the best time of the year. I know back in July and August when we were praying for all anything to come out, that we were hoping this day would come. And my goodness, my goodness, my goodness, it's just awesome to be a video game fanatic, I should say. Yeah, well. Couldn't have said it any better. Got a pretty uh, strong uh, quarter coming up here. Uh, some of the huge sales numbers actually we'll cover first off here. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, 6.5 million. In one week. In one week. No, that's 6.5 million. That's in a day. That's in oh, a day. Sorry, and I read, made, misread the note here. Uh, it's 6.5 million in 24 hours and 12 million in a week. I'm sorry, that, that note I sent you was bad. It's 12 million in a week, 6.5 million in 24 hours. Uh, and if I was Activision right now, I'd be like swimming in a hundred dollar bills right now. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, I thought that was like I looked at it. And I saw the six and a half million, and then I saw the twenty four hours, but then I saw the twelve and the three in a week. So that's why I was like, oh, okay, it must be. <laughs> no, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's twelve million in a week, six and a half million in twenty four hours. Call of Duty has basically taken over the world, as we know. <laughs> and. uh you know, that's just really sickening, really. I mean, you figure with as many iterations as that game came out, it's like, you know, really, guys, come on. How many, what, Call of Duty. Bye. <laughs> How many kind of, more? kind of overrated, but... Yes, thank you. Overrated. Yeah, stop buying them. Stop. <laughs> just enough. Well, you know, it's not just Call of Duty that's making a lot of sales. If you just want to read, uh, you know, just, you know, you have a few more of the sales numbers for some of the other big games, so it's not just but still, Call of Duty that's down market right now. I'm so sick of hearing about Call of Duty. Battlefield, 5 million. Yeah. 5 million. You go, yeah, almost, almost as impressive as Call of Duty. Almost. <laughs> well, that's that's five on the five million. That's actually Battlefield Three is five million in a week. So. Uh, uh, yeah, but, it, it, it's got about half, a little less than half the sales. Maybe we should like put a car bomb outside Activision. <laughs> yeah, you know, now that if that actually happened, we're gonna think it's you. Yeah, we'll show you real Call of Duty Activision. 
They're just greasing it for all it's worth, my friend. You know, if you were in Activision and you sat in Bobby Kotick's office, who's the head of Activision, you would be planning a Call of Duty every single year. Oh, yeah. Three things. He's probably drinking out of a Call of Duty mug, wearing Call of Duty pajamas. He's probably got Call of Duty branded coffee. I mean... Well, the thing... you got to remember, he wrote he the... Uh, he rode the Guitar Hero horse as far as he could ride it, so he's got to do something else now, and that's Call of Duty. Yeah, he tanked He tanked on that after a while, so go ahead and put put out a couple more iterations of Call of Duty, and you'll eventually get to that point of that, that one, too. Um, so, actually, uh, Uncharted 3, 3.8 million. That one I don't mind talking about. Yes. See, so, I'm a Chris, I know he had a lot of skepticism on that one. Um, even I did not even predict, because uh, remember, I you you uh, point blank asked me how much in the in the in the first you know period, and I only said about a million and a half. My goodness, when Sony reported 3.8 million were shipped were sold in the uh, first 24 hours, uh, that that truly is incredible. Especially, and I'm very happy for the team at Naughty Dog, and and very happy for all those PlayStation 3 owners that have. Such a great game. Yeah, and for everybody who uh, doesn't know already, obviously the uh, Sony's new 3D display came out, um, so you can actually enjoy your copy of Uncharted 3 on the new Sony 3D TV. Well, it, it well, it's you know, like for Chris, who's such a, and and Sam, who are such great fans of Gears. I mean, this for you and I, Nick, is is our version of Gears because Gears came out to universal acclaim. And huge sales within the first 24 hours as well. So uh looks like we both are, are going to get uh, future iterations of those titles. Yeah, I, I, I got to agree with you on that. I really, um, I mean, I, you know, even play, when we had got an opportunity to play the, you know, the beta at E3, it was a really exciting experience. The game looked amazing. Uh, you know, overall, I didn't actually get all the way through Uncharted 3 yet. I'm kind of uh, reluctant to finish it because... Um, I know it, it's a little bit shorter than the second one. If, correct me if I'm wrong, but no, you're correct. It's shorter than the second one, but longer than the first. Yeah, so I, I mean, they 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 did pretty well, I guess, doing the middle one. But I am just, it's such an incredible playthrough. I, I think it'll definitely warrant another playthrough because of all the cool uh, spiffs you get, and you know, the multiplayer obviously plays really well too. So um, I'm I'm not I don't really I'm not finding that I'm really surprised by how high that number was, but it was obviously a lot more than what we had originally, you know, anticipated in our last podcast, but uh, that's pretty awesome. I'm pretty impressed with that. I, it looks amazing on the 3D TV. Uh, it is, and uh, but uh, we'll discuss that more in our review later on, uh, you know, for all those people that are on pins and needles uh, on what we gave Uncharted 3, so. Yeah. But you have uh, a little bit more sales to talk about, right? No, I think that was it. Now Skyrim. I don't have Skyrim on here. That's right there. Skyrim. Right there. Oh, yeah, it is. My bad. Yeah, 3.4, almost 3.5 million in 48 hours. That's not bad. That's great for an RPG, um, which sometimes traditionally doesn't get the love from the general uh, audience at large. Um, so I'm really happy for the people at Bethesda. Um, it looks like it's a great game. It's very intimidating for me because I, 
I I played um, Elder Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion for over 150 hours, and I just know if I'm going to pick this one up, and I am going to pick it up, by the way. And Corey's actually in the middle of uh, doing a review for it, and he'll have it up on our, on our site at www.yourgamesource.com. Um, I just know when I pick it up, my goodness, I think my life as I know it will end right there and then. Well, I hope it's good. They, um, they had to kill half the rainforest to make the uh, strategy guides. Oh, yeah. Over 500 pages. <laughs> yeah. Might as well make Amazing. more Harry Potter books. Well, just think, that doesn't even include if there's DLC, because they, um, on the Oblivion one, they actually had, which was similarly large, they had to make a newer iteration for all the DLC that came out after it. So. Yeah, they'll come out with an extension to the strategy guide that you attach in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Next, sir. They recycle. Well, I mean, what it basically means for the video game industry with all these great sales that I understand with the Nintendo slump all year that uh, things were looking down on the video game industry as a whole, plus the economy obviously wasn't making things any better, but at least with the big sales of all these AAA titles, which were very concerned about um, that Call of Duty is going to suck the life out of everything else, uh, it shows that if you have a great game and you promote it very well, like all these titles did, that you will be very, very, very happy with what the, what the end result will be, as far as not only quickly, but sales-wise, obviously. So, well, you know, if Nintendo wasn't really having a bad enough year as it was, PETA, or PETA, whatever the name of the stupid company's called, um, the ethical treatment of animals, really, guys? I mean, you don't have anything better to do? I mean, go and save some lost animals halfway across the world. You gotta, you gotta file a suit against Nintendo, which, by the way, you're not going to win. Nick, you'd be, uh, <laughs> you'd be nice now to PETA, because... You'd be nice now to PETA to come and get you. Uh, not obviously hurt you in any way, of course, but uh, verbally attack you and uh, bring it on, PETA. <laughs> I got I got a spirit helmet. You know what? It's nice and furry. <laughs> Those were Nick's last words. Uh, uh, Nick's comments and 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 thoughts on on what he just talked about are his and his only and not representative of anything from <laughs> Game Source on the back. You got it. That's right, baby. Bring it on. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, Nick versus Peta. Oh my goodness. Peta. I mean, seriously, <laughs> it sounds like a. It sounds like something you eat. Peta. <laughs> You know, it's ignorant people like that that are just, you know, they literally really not, have nothing else to do. Podcast, Can someone remind me? I thought it was a video game podcast. <laughs> it is. They're bashing. They're bashing Mario. You know what? Mario was probably alive before their founder was alive. So they need to, you know, step up off Nintendo. And uh, Peter's heart is in the right place on a lot of occasions regarding the ethical treatment of animals, um, but sometimes it does go overboard and their thoughts go overboard. Um, it may be in this case that they may not be doing the right thing by going after just a video game. Um, <clears throat> you know, if GTA... 
5, which comes out, has dog fighting in it, which, you know, quite possibly may happen. You know, then I could see them going after them and being justified. But Watch uh, out, Rockstar. <laughs> you know, in this case... Also coming your way, too. Wow. It's, you know, like I said, they they usually have their heart in the right place. In this case, maybe it's not, not, not for the best. But go ahead, Nick. I'm continue on what else is in the news. No, I'm just, you know, I, I had to put that out there because, I mean, you know, if they're coming, if that's the worst they're coming after, uh, Grand Theft Auto 4, I, I mean... <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 5, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, anyway, Grand Theft Auto 5 officially announced. Yes. How much love is there left for the franchise? Not much. I well, when did 4 come yeah. out? Exactly, see? Exactly. Yeah, people are going to be stoked that there's another Jeep, uh, Grand Theft Auto game coming out because it's been so long. It's okay. been uh, since 2000. Uh, what? Yeah, what was, 2009. I, I think they should just nuke Grand Theft Auto. I think <laughs> nuclear bomb just needs to come down and just wipe out San Andreas. Like, don't we, <laughs> should, we should give you a page, like on your page, like things Nick hates, and it could just be like. You could just list all the – just we have a reference of all the things that you hate so we can, you know, not mention around you. So just give us a list of everything oh, that you hate. Well, you know, we just recently added the review database on www.yourgamesource.com. We may put the uh, – Nick does not like this database right next to it, so. It'll probably get more hits. Live feedback. <laughs> you know what might be a shorter list? Things Nick does like. I'd probably be shirtless. Our, our database will probably like not lag or anything. See, yeah, there there you go. too many yeah. things in the proactive hate. thinking. I like that proactive thinking. Do you still like kittens? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Right. No, I'm sorry. I love kittens. I don't want to offend Peta. You know, don't want them coming after me because I said I didn't like kittens because you know that might automatically be taken that I'm skinning them or something. Who knows? If you say you didn't like kittens, you'd probably be questioned whether or not you had an actual soul. Oh, yeah, you're right. They'd probably say that, too. Got to be careful about that. Don't want a, suit, don't want a lawsuit, lawsuit coming after me next. So, um, going back to San Andreas again, is that going to be the right move for them? Well, I think GTA Five is going to be really popular. And San Andreas, even though it's somewhere they, where they have been already, I think it's somewhere that they're familiar with, and they're going to create a big open world. And I think it's going to be it's going to be uh, really, really popular. I think it's scheduled for next year, and if that's the case, I think you can just count that as one of the top five selling games next year already. It's going to be huge. Four, I, I totally agree. Number four was so popular, so. Sorry, I still think I give my vote to Bioshock Infinite. Okay, so Nick, you bash Call of Duty because they come out with a new game every year. So you mm -hmm. think it should fail. But Grand Theft Auto hasn't had a game in a few years, and you think that's why it will fail. No, it's just that there's only so many pimps you can kill, so <laughs> many cars you can jack, so many bad things, which we ain't going to say on air, that you can do in the back of those cars with random women you just pick up all over town, so many people you can kill, so many people you can screw out of money and everything else in that game. I just figure at this point... You know, they're obviously will, going back to San Andreas because they don't have anything else to make a game out of. But there will always be that large group of 12-year-old boys that 
think it's the coolest thing ever to do all those things you just listed. I mean, whether or not the get like people get interest for it, there's always going to be that group of prepubescent children who are like, "This is the coolest thing ever." And well, now, mind you, it's supposed to be an M-rated game. And I remember when we were uh, controlling the air, uh, the controlling the air. The ways when we were uh, selling at uh, at the stores that 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 Nick and I were managing, uh, you know, <laughs> we saw many uh, unwise parents bringing their kids up and their grandparents bringing their their grandkids up and buying the game. We would have to tell them each time, "Do you realize what Grand Theft Auto Four is all about? Do you realize it's an M-rated game and this happens and this happens and this happens?" Oh my gosh! You know, if I had a dollar for every time that the lies, the eyes just lit up on on all these parents and grandparents on what they do. Yeah, I, I used to be a cashier at Best Buy. Like, I had to tell them to do that all the time. And then it's then yeah. there's the kids. When you start to say that, the kids get this look on their face, like, "Why are you telling them this?" And then you ruin their day when the parents are like, "Um, no." But yep. then what bothers me is then there's the parents. This happens more often than not. You tell the parent, "This is rated M." so on and so forth, and the parent looks at you, sighs, and goes, yeah, I know. And it's like, does your child have that much control over you that you can't tell them, no, you cannot play this game that is way too mature for you? Well, you know, I agree. You are preaching to the choir, and I think that is an excellent point. Chris, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, aside from us preaching about M-rated games and everything like that, I I do understand that, that GTA is probably not the best thing for 12 year olds i don't i don't really have much more to say about it you guys are kind of giving all the examples away and i did hear nick try to say something what were you saying nick oh no i just said i kind of resent you know rockstar a little bit because i was you know had my life threatened back when we were running the stores that you know somebody was going to kill me if i didn't give them the grand theft auto game and you know thanks rockstar that is actually that is actually a true statement. Uh, Nick really? Was threat- Nick was threatened with bodily harm. Our shipment uh, uh, was delayed on Grand Theft Auto for release day, and we had a line of about a hundred individuals. And then the first one in line was uh, threatening Nick, and I have never seen angry Nick become so scared that he was ready to run was and it, flee for his life. Was it who was it like an adult? Yeah, a big guy. Oh, I was picturing like a little kid. If you wouldn't let him buy, that's what I. Okay, I heard the story the wrong way. I thought it was like a little kid who you wouldn't sell it to. (laughs) I like that story better. He may have been a little kid inside, but he was a very big man. Just like a twelve-year-old, just like cursing you out because you won't sell him the game. I like uh, this is the way I'm gonna remember it. I love mine better. (laughs) Thanks, Sam. So what else is on the docket for news, sir? Rainbow Six. I never thought I'd see that again. Rainbow Six Patriots announced. Can it really be considered a AAA title? I don't think so. Why not? Rainbow Six Vegas 1 and 2 did really, really well, did it not? Yeah, but, you know, you just have so many other strong titles that I think are going to really put that on the back burner. Not that it won't be a good game, but I just don't know if it'll make it up into the AAA Maybe double-A, like some double-A batteries. Well, double-A's are more popular than triple-A batteries. Well, then, a D-battery. You got you there. <laughs> D-batteries aren't very popular because they don't fit in most conventional things. Mm-hmm. 
I just uh, I think the Rainbow Six uh, series has been great, and I, as long as they keep that element of co-op between you and three or four other individuals um, going into a team tactical type format, I think it's it, to me it, it would be uh, just another great game in the series because I, I really like Vegas. So, do you think like you know the enemies have like one eight hundred bad guys? I mean, they have to like where do they all they get all these terrorists from? They must. Constantly must be on the phone with customer support. Sorry, maybe. <laughs> Bad guys died. We need a new shipment. <laughs> I've always wondered that with like those anonymous henchmen in every game. Seriously, uh, how, how many do they really get? Because you can go through like thousands of them, and you would think that'd be an entire army, but no. Apparently, there's twice that many. Like, well, they're all either wearing the same suit with the same tie or the same <laughs> jumpsuit. Like yeah, oh, three. Yeah. You know, I don't understand. They must all shop at the same place. <laughs> they all have the same suit, and and the big guy has actually the same jacket. Uh, at least on at least more, uh, two or three occasions. Uh, yeah, different big guys. So. Exactly. Yeah, I just sorry. I thought that kind of was kind of funny, but uh, so we also have a couple other pretty big releases. Uh, at least I feel one of them are is uh, Zelda. Skyward Sword. I was really looking forward to that. Say it, no. Daryl. Just get it. Just get it out of the way. <laughs> what? Oh, I thought you were going to give me more crap. <laughs> no, I mean, I just hope that you get a chance to play it. I mean, because you are anybody who who dresses up as Link for Halloween is a huge got to be hugely into it, and I respect uh, you know everything about you know the Zelda series. I wish I could get into it half as much as you and Nick can. Um, and, and just like I said, I, I hope this will be a great title for, for both you guys. And then I will probably try to get, yeah, you know, go out of my way to, to, uh, you know, get some playing time under my belt on this game too. Cause you know, I, the Zelda series is 25 years old. It's certainly one of the great game franchises of all time. And, uh, no, no, I'm not going to give you any crap for it. Oh. That quick backstory for people who obviously weren't there before we started recording. Um, I, I am an absolutely huge Zelda fan. I just up like Link for Halloween. I should post some of those on the site because I made a really cool costume. But um, that's no problem. Just send it. We'll do it. I am away at school. I am in California at school, and I do not have a Wii here, so I sadly and most unfortunately cannot play Zelda. And Gerald has made a habit of reminding me that even though I am a huge, huge Zelda fan, that I cannot play this game. So. Don't you kill furry animals in that one, too? I think Nintendo better be careful on that one, too, because Peter might come after them for that. Well, so, well let me just say, Sam, uh, I don't want to don't give you any crap over it. I'm sorry. <laughs> took it the wrong way. It's but okay. I will t- but I will tell you, this leads into one of our topics. If you're uh, going to www.yourgamesource.com, you can actually go to our Black Friday ads page where you will see Wii's will be on sale. So if you do not have a Wii, there or if you you're going to pick up your second one for a trip to California, there you go. <laughs> I'll take it to you, Sam. All right, awesome. I'll drive yeah. it to you. Yeah, I might just get another one there for you. There you go. See? I'll drive it to you, Nick Express. Sweet. See? There you go, Sam. See? See, problem solved. Yeah, See? there you go. You know what, Sam? If I really could get off work, I would drive it down to you. <laughs> <laughs> All seven hours. All seven hours. I could use a vacation. 
Bandless Abyss is great. Like one of it's, it was voted like best place in the country. Sweet. It wasn't that exact title, but it won some sort of award. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What else is coming out this week? Assassin's Creed Revelations. Dun dun dun. You know what? I'm not even gonna say this one because it's just the name disgusts me. Saints Row the Third, which I've already played quite a bit of and I got a review of, and actually I was wearing my Saints Row Three special edition T shirt yesterday in honor of Nick. And then special edition about it. Yeah, I was too. Some ghetto purple shirt. <laughs> uh it's not ghetto, it's Saints Row Ified. So it's ghetto. No. <laughs> no, see GTA is ghetto. Saints Row is creative and amazing. Oh, please. You forgot about Need for Speed to Run, which I know Chris has got a chance to play. Is that correct? Maybe? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I was kind of in shock about that, that it kind of came up that soon. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but, well, we're not doing a review on it now. It's just I know it's, uh, it's just I, coming I up on the... My review for it will be later on down this podcast. But, yeah, definitely Need for Speed Run was... Uh, Pretty interesting. And then we got Super Mario 3D Land. And oh, nice. <laughs> that's the oh, one, that's by the way, guys. Pita attacked. Pita bread. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking of that one. Um, Halo 10th Anniversary Edition. Woohoo! Yeah. Okay. Got a chance to uh, see the updated visuals and got a chance to take care, take a take a look at that extensively. Uh, um, I have my thoughts on that because Halo is, is one of my favorite franchises, and I remember very fondly playing it ten years ago and and loving every minute of it at that time. So yeah. I also know Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, uh, an updated version with new characters, also came out this week. So if you're a big fighting fan, uh, take a look for that. Yeah, I can't bash Halo. Halo actually is a solid game. Great first-person shooter. Uh, it, revolu- it revolutionized the uh, for- way we look at first-person shooters on the console, and I, I, I can't believe it's been ten years. Oh yeah, it's been been all too quick. That's I- half, of, almost half of my life. Uh, good times. Anyway, remember, guys. Well, I remember still playing it on uh, you know the TV I still have here, um, and when I brought a brand new TV for it, and it was just. It was just that experience, uh, especially the ending. It's still one of the greatest endings I've ever played it through. So, all right, we got we got to go break, guys. So, if you say so, we'll be back with you guys in uno momento. Okay. You're listening to the Game Source podcast. Yay! Great job, girls. I love it.
welcome back, folks, to the Round Table of Doom. Come on, Chris. Doom. <laughs> okay. So. Wow, don't make somebody drop Whoa, them. someone needs to watch their stuff. <laughs> that was me, sorry. Oh. Stop spilling your sippy cups. Oh, man. Um, so, the best games of 2011. I think the best one was Let's Cheer for the Kinect. You yeah, have a review of that. I was expecting. You have a review of that. Yeah, well, I have the game, and I do have a slight review to it. Really? Really? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about this, Nick. So, you can <laughs> pull out your popcorn and listen. Oh, man. <laughs> right, I'm serious about this. So, I mean, this is a little review so that way people can understand this. Let's Cheer, or The Connect, is obviously a cheerleading game. Uh, Nick, this is probably his favorite game. Oh. And these are his words, verbatim. I love Let's Cheer. <laughs> In your dreams. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't want to admit it to our millions of fans listening to our podcast. Oh, yeah. Do we really need to talk about this game? Can we, like, move on to the uh, best games of 2011? Well, sure hey. <laughs> okay, it might not be the very best, but for being an under underground game of like this, it is just like the UFC trainer. You're right. But it's built for on cheerleaders. Been, hey, I, I've got a sister that cheerleads, so... The biggest thing is that I have to listen to Cheers every single day, every single hour, until she gets them right. And this game basically lets her sit and do the Cheers and train with professional choreography changes. So for younger girls, obviously, or guys if you're into that, uh, that are getting into cheerleading and want to be active and stuff, this will teach you and get you more uh, active and physically fit to become a cheerleader with stretches, exercising to warm up, and then, of course, the actual choreography and dance uh, routines that they go through. So, Nick, not for you. However, uh, probably the UFC one isn't for you either because you're not trying to be a UFC fighter. No, uh, I, I've been inspired already. I'm going to tell you right now. Here I go. Angry Nick. Angry Nick. Here we go. go. Let's go. Angry Nick. Angry Nick. <laughs> Here we go. Go. Let's go. You know what I Dang, I mean, that is crazy, because that's almost exactly what they do. They they go through cheers just like that, and I don't think they say angry Nick, but they will uh, give you kind of a, a fill-in-the-blank of your team here. So, and you could probably just do that. They'll teach you how to do a herky and to do the splits and to do, yeah, they read the splits. That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. A herky? Um, what, what, <laughs> what, is, what is a herky? Is it, like, it's another name for a hernia? In, in a way, it, like, if a guy did it, he would get a hernia. But <laughs> the girls, for some reason, they, they can do it perfectly. Remember, Jeff, this game isn't for you. It's a jump with, like, half of a split in the in the midair where you touch your toes. So one, one leg goes completely straight out. The other one kind of bends inwards. And hey, they what'd you pull- say? I honestly don't think this sounds like a game for any male to even try to even try. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> this is definitely not. However, I'm the only one with the younger sister here, so I wanted to let, well, unless, I don't know about Gerald, if he has any siblings. I never uh, actually asked. Too. I mean, she's in love with freaking Justin Bieber, but. Yeah, uh, I well, do, but 
Trust me, my good man. I assure you, she is not interested in this title. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I've, I'm I'm the only one with a with a upbeat cheerleader for a sister, and that's all she likes to do is cheer. Since she was in sixth grade, and I mean it's something that she likes. So. And what grade is she in there, Drake? <laughs> what about a three and a What about a three as a six-year-old? How about a, how about for kids? For a younger kid, it does have beginner ability, so that way they can get into it. Because uh, I know they have like the like the very young kids that are learning to be cheerleaders. Uh, I've seen them at our high school before, or at my old high school. They had like the siblings of the cheerleaders come out and cheerlead too. So it gives you kind of a tutorial of how to get into cheerleading from beginners to intermediates to high school and college levels. Fair enough. Yeah, I think, so, I think uh, young children would be better off playing Sesame Street with the Kinect. Oh, yeah, well, educational-wise. I mean, if you want to be fit, though, you know, cheerleading is one of the most, like, fit activities that you can do in high school without, like, beating the crap out of someone else. Yeah, but I believe that the foundation of cheerleading is really, in our country and society today, the, the starting making of bad girls. Because then you have girls hating other girls. And I just yeah. think it's a bad thing to start children. I, I kind of agree. That, that's kind of how my sister is right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then they get into, like, girl fights, and then it's like, you know, who has the uh, Over who, who's more popular, who's got yeah. this, who's exactly. with that. Um, yeah, but you know what? Socially, if if you can bypass that, if you can be smart enough not to fall for that the drama of any sort, I mean, that's basically high school for you. That's not cheerleading. But cheerleading does give you that confidence boost that makes you feel like you're on top of others. And that's what basically, that's what rules high school is. Remember, boys and girls, if you do cheerleading, you'll learn the right values. Exactly. <laughs> That's all your really cheesy. Things. Yeah. <laughs> well, learn if the you right were dick, then you probably did not learn that the right way, though. Uh, but if you are, are a social groundhog, this game would, might be good for you. Yeah, possibly. I mean, it it does build confidence. I mean, if you can do these weird things like that, I, honestly, if I could do a, a herky, I, I would be like freaking out. I'd be so happy that I could do something like that. Well, well, so let me get this straight. Um, instead of the game of the year talk we were talking about, now we're talking about a herky? Oh, exactly. <laughs> See, if we can do that, if we can replace game of the years for cheering, okay. then I think it deserves game of the year. This game, this game does not deserve to be war- any more warrant for conversation than right now. It's done. Okay. The game is bad. <laughs> now... Uh, okay. Then I'm just gonna leave it with I gave it about a seven out of ten stars for Connect. I know that that review will be posted on our website on no. the front page very soon at yourdmsource.com, right I'm, next I'm, right next to Nick's corner. <laughs> exactly. That's I it. will make sure to take that thing down before it even reaches the public eye. <laughs> now, best games of 2011, and that is okay. not one of them I don't want to hear about anymore. <laughs> Best games of 2011. I my top five, okay. And uh, I know Gerald will give me crap about this, but my number Let's one hear. was Zelda. 
Skyward Sword. Okay. Two was Unch- Uncharted. Okay, the new Uncharted Drake's Deception. Yep. Um, three was oh geez, what did I do for my third one? Oh, Skyrim. Four, I think I did. Uh, help me out here, Gerald. You took Batman. Oh yeah, there we go, Batman, Batman Arkham, <laughs> and then um, Battlefield is my fifth. Drake, go ahead. Uh, mine. Shot, it shocks me with this one. Number one would probably be Rage. Uh, number two, I would have to take. I'd probably end up going with Battlefield. Uh, crap. Okay, you've just changed out the entire. Number three would probably have to be Uncharted. Uh, four, definitely Gears. That one's in there. Uh, then my fifth one would be the new Mario Kart. That's a good choice. That has actually all switched around from what you told me yeah, earlier for the podcast. I them down the list. I mean, I didn't actually give off the uh, actual order I had them in. I was just reading them down. Well, what is your order that you're supposed to have? What is the order that you would like them in? Was that is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, oh. I, I just put too much numbers over them when I roll them down in my computer. So, Chris. Okay. Well, everyone should know by now. I'm kind of biased, but yeah, this couldn't isn't. Guess, couldn't guess what your number one is. You will not believe it, actually. It's Gears of War 3. Oh, yeah. Really? Who would have ever would guessed that? Would you believe that, Gerald? <laughs> okay. I, I think it's just my... Okay, I don't know about the best, but it was my favorite game of 2011 of what they've done. So I'm kind of going off my favorite as well as what was the best to me. Number two was Skyrim, which should have been number one, but um, Gears of War 3 had to come out. Uh, Number three... Uh... I wrote it down, but I kind of forgot. I believe number three for me was uh, surprisingly okay. Saints Row the third, um, just because of what they've done uh, Dude, differently. Number four, the same as Nick, was Batman Arkham City, and number five was actually the new Need for Speed the Run game. You actually put Saints Row the third. Okay, have you played it? Have you played it? You beat someone to death with a dildo bat. Are you serious, okay. man? Are you going to say that's a horrible idea? Oh man, I can. You can. You can run around butt naked beating people with dildo bats. You think that makes for a third top best game of 2011? Uh, no, not just that, but the whole customization of the entire game. If if you've ever played the entire series, the game was I'm, a joke, man. So it was a series. It, yeah, exactly. It's a fun game. It's just out there to be a joke. They're not trying to go out there and really kill hookers like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, Saints Row is definitely a very good series to me. I well, actually, no, I'm sorry to interrupt. Actually, in the Hode mode, <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, that's what you're Horde. supposed to exact. No, Hode. No, it's Horde. Is like, it Horde? Like, like, like Horde, but with a D at the end. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, but that's that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Which, it's a fun and funny play. And hey, when you look at the sales for it, it's not lying. 
with it getting on other sites, like, I, I personally, uh, I haven't finished a review for it, but my rating is going to be above an 8, and you look at every other person that's rated it, it's been getting about an 8 out of 10 star. And you see a 3 out of 10. <laughs> that's because you don't like purple and you don't like PETA. <laughs> You're right. I hate you, PETA. Anyways, uh, I'll, I'll hate you. I'll speak for Sam and, and uh, Corey. Sam sent in her uh, top five of 2011. Um, fortunately, she was not able to be here tonight. But uh, her number one was uh, Gears of War 3. Uh, her number two was Swotor, Star Wars The Old Republic. Number three was a surprise, definitely, for me. Um, Dragon Age 2. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. You know, you got a point. That, that's pretty... It was really good. No, it was not good. Hey, we're forgetting some of those games that came out at the beginning of the year, like Portal, that one. Um, they tore Dragon Age to crap, man. Well, it was... I know there were some issues with it uh, amongst the, the, the media out there, and it was not as highly rated as the original, but... Um, you know what? That's her choice, and I'm going to respect that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Zelda, uh, that was a surprise for me. That is her number four choice. Uh, she is a I w- Zelda fan. Considering she, her nickname is Zelda. Yes. Probably. Yes. Um, and the, her Zelda insignia is on the site. But uh, you know what? That maybe she was kind of dis- That sounds like to me she was kind of disappointed by it. But uh, I'll, uh, hopefully she'll be able to elaborate on the next podcast. Uh, and then last, uh, her fifth choice was actually uh, something that was just out of my uh, top five, uh, L.A. Noir. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was, uh, that's her five right there. Corey, who also couldn't be here tonight because today he's probably playing Hill Republic, but mm-hmm. that wasn't one of his top five choices. Um, number one was Skyrim. Number two was Batman. Number three was Gears. Number four was Dark Souls. And number five was Battlefield 3. Very uh, good. Yeah, that's actually very solid. Yeah. Uh, I got to get me. does have a solid top five. And as last but not least, uh, I guess for me, um, number one, without a doubt, clear I'm cut, sorry. far and away, the little game, as you said, known as Uncharted 3. There's uh, no bias there. No bias at all. Um, but actually, it's just, it's just an awesome experience. You know, you can, I gave it a 10. Uh, I rarely dish out 10s, and, and that, to me, deserves a 10 in every aspect. And I, it truly was uh, far and away, for me, the game of the year. Um, Batman Arkham City is, is number two. Uh, number three uh, was Gears of War 3. Uh, number four, you going back to earlier this year, Killzone 3. Nice. And, and number five, um, Skyrim, which could have been and should have been my number two game, but it gets notched down uh, quite a bit due to the problems um, uh, for the PS3. Um, as has been reported by sites all over, the, the your save games on the PS3 are, uh, affect your actual gameplay with certain PS3 systems. Uh, it's something that has yet to be solved by Bethesda, um, and I just think it's something that, that if it hampers gameplay to a number of individuals still out there playing the game, I think that detracts it uh, in my mind as far as being considered at least 
you know, the top two choices. It's still a tremendous game on the PC and the 360, but um, if it's, a, a, you know, in some instances a broken game on the PS3, that to me uh, negates it a little bit. So, um, I guess when it comes down to the scoring system, which we replaced for five points for our number one pick all the way to one point for our number five pick. I guess the drum roll, please, for a game of the year for 2011 is Gears of War 3. Ow! That's right. Thank you. No. That was thanks to Sam and me right there. Uh, well, actually got good scores all around. The only per... Um, Actually, was mentioned on everybody's, uh, except for Nick. <laughs> What's the shock there? Yeah, that's not anywhere near shocking. Uh, next on the list is Skyrim, um, followed by Uncharted 3 and Batman tied for third. Uh, that's because I had to change at the last second because Drake changed his numbers around. <laughs> uh, and la- fifth was Zelda. So that is our top five for the year. Um, we'd like your opinions. Tweet us uh, at GameSource or send us a message on Facebook or uh, yourgamesource at yahoo.com and send us your thoughts on the game of the year. But these will be posted on our site for you to review. And if you have any opinions on what we said, please just feel free to give us a shout. Nick? Yeah, um, just remember that um, we are going to be at... Uh... Well, no, I did want to say that that um, we cheer just missed my top five, but... You know, I <laughs> could not could not squeeze it in there because you know I yeah it. it was right there, but I mean well, I had to give the last spot to Need for Speed. I guess I should be fortunate we didn't have a top six then, right? Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, that might have made number two on our list. I'm sure Drake was thinking about it as well. <laughs> oh boy. Like, um, anyway. Your life force is running out. Yeah, I mean it. I mean and that that aspect of it is great, and and uh, you know I, I guess I would have to add Tomb Raider somewhere on my list. I don't really know if I would place that at four or five, but um, well, I mean, you didn't even have a four or five, so really, you know, you need to start having a four or five. Well, you know, I I really only I think there's really only going to be three power players. I, I don't even really want to put Grand Theft Auto as my most anticipated because well, there's going to be a Call of Duty that come out uh, that comes out. Most likely, um, Black Ops 2 um, is what's rumored. Um, there's, there's probably going to be some, uh, maybe Assassin's Creed 3, maybe even Half-Life 3 if that comes out. So you know if that's if that's announced. Uh, there's also Diablo 3. There, there's uh, there's Dota 2. There's there's there's, there's a Counter few games. Counter Strike. Um, so there's there's a lot of good stuff that's already on the horizon. Um, will it be the same as as you know, as good as last year. I don't think it'll be as uh, gaming-wise. It's going to be as good a year as last year is. Uh, last year was, or you know, better years like 2007, 2008. But um, oh, Halo Four. Need I forget about that? Halo Four does. You know, obviously people are on pins and needles on that one because all the Halo devoted, the devoted Halo fans are going to be wondering uh, with three, four, three behind the helm, is it going to live up to the Halo standards? Yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't. Ha- I, I think uh, probably overall, I think one game that's likely to disappoint, and I'm sorry, man, but I think Twisted Metal is probably going to be the disappointing one. I, I, 
I disagree with you because it's already gotten a lot of interest. Um, it is actually, uh, like I said, of the CES videos that we have, it is the leader in views. Um, I really think that it's going to have a niche uh, coming out when it is uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Uh, I think it's actually going to get a decent amount of sales. I don't expect it to be a blockbuster hit, but I do expect it to be something that, uh, at least for the first quarter of this year, be something that's pretty solid. I suppose, but I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe you have to be a, a twisted metal fan to be able to really, you know, I I, I really wasn't uh, it wasn't too appealing to me, you know, at CES. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I'm not bashing anybody out there who has a, a you know a passion to play that game. However, I just think driving around blowing stuff up is you know kind of a played out you know, a played-out version of previous titles that have come out. but Going around and blowing stuff up is the essence of video games, my friend. That's yeah, true. But, well, I guess, uh, you know, that'll about do it for tonight. It's going to be a shorter podcast. Uh, however, remember, please uh, check us out on our... YouTube and Twitter and Facebook page for updates regarding the site and gaming news. And uh, remember, you can always find your friends at www.yourgamesource.com. Um, again, make sure to check out our CES page. We've got some interesting blogs we uh, we threw up there post show. And uh, again, our YouTube uh, YouTube page has gotten a lot of love lately. So uh, make sure to check us out on there. You'll be able to throw. Thank you. We lost you. Uh, I'm back here. I'm sorry. I just wanted to thank all the Twitter followers that we picked up uh, over the holiday season, and especially CES. Um, also, come by and, and, and like us on our Facebook page. I mean, it just shows that, you know, not only you view us, but you like what we have to offer. Yeah, and make sure to check out the Angry Me about Star Wars Connect. Oh, yes. Uh, actually, always a good watch uh, on our YouTube page. Um, and I and also the uh, the reviews coming up that we uh, already had said on a previous podcast for Star Wars: The Old Republic, and Nick's favorite, We Cheer. <laughs> I will not be doing that one. <laughs> Just let you know. Well, uh, thank you everyone for joining us tonight. Just uh, Gerald and I. Hopefully, we'll have the rest of the crew with us next time. Old school, old school, baby. <laughs> All right, well, everybody, you guys uh, and and ladies, have a wonderful evening, and uh, we will catch you on the next podcast. Take care, everyone. All right, good night.